welcome my friends to episode five six? maybe six we've been in quarantine a while <laughs> <laughs> um we did say last time this was the only way we I mean, even that is lost now um, <laughs> but or today, consistently I'm... consistently inconsistent which i was actually kind of like god it's perfect um, today we are joined on this episode, whatever episode it is of Part Time, season by three. our dear fr- season three by our dear friend Allison. Hi, hi, friends. Hi. Hi. So I was thinking before, you know, we have Surly and Speedy. Um, are you Allie Joe or uh, what's your? Yes, uh... <laughs> that, I, that is a good one. So I guess if you want it. So we get to do the intro. Oh, of Allison. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why don't you start us off? Okay, great. So Allison Plunge comes to, well, Allison Plunge is one of our friends from freshman year at Wesleyan. She um, comes from Dallas, the daughter of a lawyer. Um, She is currently, like Sarah and I, uh, being a full-time mom and a full-time lawyer. Hi, Allison. Welcome to our show. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Surly. Thanks for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. That is a perfect intro to who I am. Sorry, I got I got a little lost. I got a little nervous. I have had three beers tonight over four hours, but wow, I know it's a huge. That's a lot. It's a lot for you on a Monday. Uh, Labatt Blue Light, which is the uh, budget doesn't count. (laughs) So you've had some water with a splash of beer taste. That's Aaron's right. well hydrated and <laughs> just wants to brag about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Um, so, yeah, we thought it'd be fun for Allison to join us, and she's been a, a longtime fan of both the uh, show and each of us personally. <laughs> so <laughs> That's correct. And, and, I, and you didn't mention, but I will, that I begged to join and be a guest star on the on the podcast. <laughs> well, so I'm happy to accept that and, and responsibility. I'll just, I'll just put it out there that many of our listeners have been reaching out, trying to get on, and, and so we're starting to experiment with what it's like to have a, a guest. So, Allison, oh well, welcome. I'm Thanks so for breaking the ice. Honored to be person. the inaugural person, and hopefully, I don't ruin it for everyone else I love who <laughs> listens to this podcast. Yeah, we tried that with Allison, and. <laughs> We deleted she all ruins the, the flow. <laughs> um, oh my god, this reminds me of high school when we would have like three-way calling, which was yes. so fun then, still fun now. Um, I'm in. Actually, all right. Actually, can I? Do you want? Maybe I'll get started. Okay. Okay. Uh, for the first topic. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have been seeing my therapist pretty consistently since like maybe as, as ever, as many of the listeners of the podcast know, I've been in out of therapy for many years, like 15. Um, and uh, I've been seeing my therapist consistently one-on-one since like early February. And then we shifted to like a standing appointment slash phone call. Um, and I have to say it's been like one of my favorite things. It's like one of the few times where um, I've 
I like rush to get there, but then I sit in my office and I just talk to my therapist, which I know I'm sure all of you guys are just like, oh, well, that's what therapy is, Erin. Um, but there's something about having um, just a consistent time with the same person. And I've known my, I've had my th- same therapist for like almost eight years. And so to have that conversation, it's been so nice. Like it feels like for the first time ever, like one conversation, you know, that's just happened over three months. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess I'm at a point now where I am much happier than I, I am much happier today than I was in early February, which is probably surprising. We could maybe talk about that or not. I don't, it doesn't matter. But um, the point being is that, so we were talking about this and she was like, well, Aaron, why don't you just, you know, have a, an appointment like with a, with one of your friends or something. So to all my listeners and my co-hosts, if anyone is interested in having a weekly phone call with me during the workday for 45 minutes midday, let me know and I'll schedule you up and we can talk. There's five slots. (laughs) So that, (laughs) how much do you pay? Sarah, great question. Uh, (laughs) If you take insurance, you'll get paid. If you don't take insurance, (laughs) you won't get paid. (laughs) So is this to replace your conversation with your therapist? No, it's just that I was telling her that uh, that one of the pieces about it, like uh, aside from the therapy, was just having this time where I like I'm always like hustling to to get to my office to have this call. And like so many other people, like when I have to call like anyone involved in my business, I just do it like you know, when I'm rocking around or doing a million other things and I'm just like fully focused, not doing anything else. And, and yeah. that's the kind of special time. And then also, I guess right next to this was, do you guys get smarter living? It's like a email from the New York times. I don't think so. I, I thought no, but I I'm familiar every... with the column. You're familiar yeah, with the I column? every subscription, mm-hmm. but I guess I don't. All right. Well, smarter <laughs> living, you know what? I think you'll be a lot happier once you start getting it early. But anyway, <laughs> One thing that they suggested in their um, column either yesterday or today was like, reach out to old friends. Like there's no, there's like, this is the best time. Like it's nice to reconnect. And, and so I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a convergence of, of stuff. So anyway, all my listeners, just give me a text. If you want to set up a weekly call, random one, one offs don't count. You can do that whenever you want. But if you want to be involved in a weekly, let me know. All right. The call's out there. Calls out there, I'm, and no takers on this podcast, so that's really surprising. <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't. I, I was wondering, do I get you know, sort of a a preference, a preference? A re- yes, exactly. Right of first refusal. <laughs> like you, you say I have five people interested, and I say no, no, I want one of those, and you give it to me. I mean, I mean, or maybe. I say no. I think maybe, yeah. I mean, but the other thing too is like you're full on, you know, double time, Allison. Full on double time. Yes, that, you know, and, and just to sort of uh, follow up on your comment that now is the time I have found that actually reconnecting <laughs> with certain old friends that I haven't kept in touch with is not that easy and doesn't feel that good. And oh no, maybe not in a bad way, just sort of like, oh, I think w- there's too much going on here in our own lives to really reconnect at this moment are these green are these green hell hornets these green hell hornets <laughs> no comment no comment <laughs> um, tell me it's not regina i love her no 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 okay. no it's okay. not it's i think but, i know, you know who it is 
<laughs> we're not going to do that again. No outing, no outing. But, um, you know, there, there is a very finite amount of time left in the day when, when all of this, these days are said and done each day. Right. So to me, it doesn't feel like it felt that way at the beginning a little bit because it was all sort of novel and still kind of, Oh, this is kind of exciting and we can do this. And as it's worn on, it doesn't feel that way so much anymore. And every day is a different, either an up or a down or a flat day as, as, as Sarah sent the, this great article that refers to it as, as, as just a sad outlook, like looking out on the plains of the Midwest. <laughs> no offense to our Midwest <laughs> listeners. No, or our Midwest host. Our Midwest host. The Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota is not that. Minnesota has lots of lakes. You could, you know, you can yeah, look and see. Yeah, but it's super see. flat there. It is. And so is Texas. Texas is super flat. But there's a part. Of, I actually love super flat landscape. I, it gives me the same calmness that looking out at an ocean does but that's that's a different topic but anyway the point the the point is um it's just not it's hard to be motivated to do those sorts of things that seemed really possible when this started at least that's been my assessment of it now it's just kind of leaning into what's really good and keeping it that way yeah I mean I I guess I guess I'm at like a particular moment in this in whatever this COVID time that I'm just feeling positive and like everything's a little vacationy, you know? <laughs> okay, so, maybe that, okay. no one... But this is really interesting because like, I think that Allison and I were more, I think we are more similarly situated in this. Um, you and Allison. Yeah, yeah. Because we, I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, because we're teleworking um, with pretty, you know, in a kind of like, like, we didn't go into this, like the, the first thing, as this, as this was starting, like, I didn't think I was going to lose my source of income, I was able to telework, like, there's obviously other stressors, but those weren't those. And those were your big stressors in the beginning, because you're a small business. Yeah, owner. absolutely. And now your business is back open, right? That happened this week. Yep. And now we're in kind of and you powered through. <laughs> so like, we've almost had this kind of like, reverse yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah I I actually kind of got that sense when I was like reading the text that you guys sent uh planning the call where I was like oh this actually is uh, is a lot different than two months ago for you guys and mine and it it is kind of like a flipping yeah so because I definitely felt um, much more in the beginning you know it was just well in some ways and also like work things like it was I was able to just kind of like you know, there's things you can just kind of like, everything got kind of continued and pushed off, right? Because we didn't know how long it was. So it was just like, yeah, every then, now that's moved to April. Oh, now it's moved to May. <laughs> now it's moved to July. Right. But like, as you know, we start, we keep hitting those deadlines now, right? So it's not quite as Yeah, we're all looking around. <laughs> to just be yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, pending totally. the, you know, like, just like checking email. I was doing some things, but like, and I think also just the, the grind of it. I mean, I, you know, was thinking, I, don't I don't mean to completely switch topics. One of my topics was um, that my family and I went camping last weekend. Um, and, you know, here there's a ton of national forests. And so you can do just kind of dispersed camping. So you don't need it. You know, it's not a camp ground. It's not a campsite. Um, you just kind of can camp. There's, there's some rules. I, but... I, I just, I just want to add that, like, to all the listeners who haven't spent time in the West, it's one of the best things about you know, national parks and state parks outside yes. of the East Coast, 
is this ability to camp wherever you want on the land. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. Yeah. Okay. there's a very, like, people really feel like it's our, you know, like it, be- like it really belongs to all of us, right? The forest belongs to all of us. And sometimes in a bad way, they were like, I can do whatever I want because it's mine. <laughs> but um, and <laughs> lots of that happening in northern Arizona. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, so we went camping for two nights. That's what Caleb says. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was great. And, you know, I kind of I think one of the things that was so great about it, it was just like, um, I mean, one, just like change of scenery, you know, obviously getting out, but also you know, there's not, like, you didn't have to worry about, you know, washing your hands constantly and wearing a mask and, like, you know, should I wipe this down? Should I, you know, because you're camping, right? And there's nobody else. So you're kind of dealing with, like, the norm. It just felt very normal, like, very how you would feel mm. normally camping. And I think it also kind of made me realize the, um, kind of like the psychic weight, you know, that even if you are in a relatively good situation, it's like this you know, kind of constant, just like anticipation and planning and, you know, like, is, you know, do we need this thing? Is it worth figuring out how to exactly. get it? <laughs> or, it's exhausting. Um, right. I totally and agree. So, like, it's that whole part of it is very tired. T- and I think that, you know, maybe that yeah. is a flat spot too. And we'll put, po- we can post that article um, because yeah, it's just like, it's, yeah, it's exhausting. And it's very tedious and you know and I think I also realized this week I was like I get it like these people who are just like rejecting it at this point and I mean they're claiming that like you know whatever it's not real or it's not that bad or like you can't make me wear a mask or whatever I don't I don't get it like I think they're right but I mean I get that sense because I'm like you know what I'm over it too (laughs) like I really don't want to do this anymore (laughs) I you know like if I I I understand why you're just like you've chosen to be like I don't want to do this anymore so I'm going to choose to believe that like you know it's a global conspiracy or it's not real whatever you know I don't want to do it anymore I've chosen to just keep doing it (laughs) but (laughs) um yeah yeah and I I mean I think to go uh I think this, I, this like shared experience is pretty interesting. And when I was opening back up my business to the public, so I own a store and people come in, but they hadn't come in for since March 25th until um, Saturday, which was May 16th. Um, and that was the kind of the pep talk I gave my staff, which is like, everyone has been home and having the same experience as you. Like, it's not all of a sudden going to be like it used to be and you had your own experience. It's like it is a shared, a completely shared thing. And all of the things we're asking customers to do and I'm asking you to do have been like normalized, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like within that context, it actually like it takes off so much stress, right? Because it's not bizarre or out there what I'm asking them to do or what, or, and like what we're afraid customers are going to do. Right. It's like, no, it's like, we've all been doing the same things. Therefore, like we're all in this together. Just, we happen to let people in. Anyway, I found that to be like reassuring, but maybe that's not what you're saying. And I've had too many lives. <laughs> no, well, and I think, you know, it just, it depends like who you're dealing with, right? Like with, you know, as, um, there are like when I go to my office so if I go to court like there are there are a lot of precautions to accept that like we're still going to court which isn't the case a lot you know like um so it's like there's everyone's wearing masks everything gets wiped down and da 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 and um you know I guess kind of like a cool 
tangential, but the biggest kind of my biggest frustration in the last couple of weeks has just been um, I think we've all read Emily Oster's Expecting Better or at least are familiar with it. No, I think you need to post that. Okay. So it's um, kind of quickly, it's a book written by an economist about um, like the advice that pregnant women are given. And then um, she, the, the true risks associated with the, right. Advice. So she takes like these like med, she kind of does these meta studies. Oh, like eating like pepperoni or cured meat. Right. So it's like pregnant women are told don't shoot heroin and don't drink coffee without given like any context of like, you know like are those the same <laughs> you know like i just want to tell everyone i did neither while i was pregnant um and like if you tell women you know, like one example is um lunch meat and they're you know they'll say like don't eat lunch meat well if you actually look at you know and it's because of the risk of listeria if you actually look at like the research turkey is riskier than ham for example so she's like i chose to eat ham because the risk was relatively low um and, you know, it's, and I, I recognize that this is a novel coronavirus, but I, I think my frustration has been like, as things are opening up and as we're like considering changes, like we don't have any real information to like help us make it, you know, like a decision based like on about a risk, you know, it's just like, well, of course it would be safer to just never interact with anyone else and stay in your house. But if you're not going to do that, you know, what is is it drinking coffee or is it shooting heroin? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, and, and that's been strange internet. Cause obviously even if everybody had that information, they might, you know, come to kind of a different conclusion about what you kind of risk they were willing to take. Um, but at least you'd be starting from somewhere where you'd be like, Oh, you're, you know, instead you're just like, well, I wouldn't do that. Mm. Right. <laughs> like I don't mm. think, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what's next <laughs> so that i think that's that's that segues sarah into your expanding the circle yeah so right we um learned yesterday that the summer program that caleb was supposed to be in is not going to operate so we were talking to um some friends and caleb's friends with their son um about kind of okay if we're looking at like the next three months of no child care um you know, would we do some kind of alter, you know, could basically expand kind of our, our isolation circle to include them so we could switch off with the kids. And, you know, I think we, we, so we, Charlie and I talked about ahead of time, then we had a Zoom call with them last night. um, And we didn't really commit to anything because, and I told them ahead of time, because I was like, we really just, we have to talk about, like, we'll just talk about what, like, everybody cares about. And then, you know, we'll, we'll keep talking. Um, and so, you know, initially I was saying like, well, you know, we could have the kids three days and they could have all of them two days because we have two kids and have one kid. I don't know. That seemed reason. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that was like what we, um, and nice, nice, like, Tara, <laughs> the schedule and da, 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 da. And then, you know, so we're talking about, well, and who could do Mondays and then, you know, they were kind of like, okay, well, so not tomorrow though right and we we're like oh no 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 <laughs> you know of course not right now <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's like I mean and I think you know in some ways like okay like I can intellectually be like okay you know I think that that is less risk than like even going through like a summer program with a bunch of other kids right or um expanding yeah, yeah, circle yeah. that much more but also we've only kind of lived in two modes and it's been like normal life and 
don't see anyone life and so it's really hard to like know when to kind of like drop the flag on <laughs> you know like okay now we're um and so you know and I feel I'm like well I mean it would be nice but like I mean we don't have to do it now you know I you know because there's no I don't know I think you know everything's endless everything's endless so next week is tomorrow is four weeks from right now. and like well you know there's so much you know it's, it's, <coughs> it's just like this long period of time um but I did think it was funny that we all kind of had the same reaction we we're like oh yeah yeah we'll you know we'll do this and do that well, I mean, not. Well, we might as well wait till after Memorial Day. <laughs> you know, like why? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I think I think it's because it's scary, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we've been doing what we have been told will keep us safe and healthy, and there's no evidence that not continuing to do this is a good idea, right? With you know, I mean, I don't know. I was talking to my parents yesterday, and they live in Texas and Dallas, and. Dallas County, my dad was like, look at this graph. He was just outraged. I mean, it is just skyrocketing. Dallas has increasing number of cases every day. Total dummies are out eating at restaurants, like doing all their stuff. You know, life is reopening there and the cases are not going down despite what, you know, people in government are saying that, you know, places that are reopening have 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 diminishing case numbers and places that remain locked down have increasing case numbers like that just is <laughs> right. false. Um, so but um so so my parents of course are intelligent people and don't prize freedom above everything else as in I I want to do what I want to do and I'm free to do that because I'm an American which I think is a lot of the mentality behind people just not that and fatigue right but I think the people that are kind of saying you know what I'm not doing this anymore probably weren't really doing it the way we're doing it anyway (laughs) um yeah so so I but we've had I mean Sarah we're at the exact same place here in in our and we don't we're not in a place that's reopening um we're not in a region that's been that's met Cuomo's you know seven criteria for reopening oh you have criteria have, that's you, so cute we don't do that out here <laughs> we have criteria we have right. seven you criteria. live in the west it's <laughs> like freedom come on so no, nothing is reopened here but you know we are okay Lucas's pre preschool summer camp has been canceled there's no other summer camps that have been opened yet. There's now this like new syndrome associated with children yeah. who in the which isn't happening anywhere else or isn't being reported anywhere else. It's very strange. Colin, my husband and I were talking tonight, you know, what how is it that there's a hundred plus cases of this bizarre inflammatory disease in children that appears to be associated with coronavirus but that's not happening anywhere else in the country except like new york city and its suburbs that is very strange so uh, anyway the point is is now i don't i don't think that camps are probably going to open up here and so you know i texted this teacher that's babysat for us a bunch kind of off you know off the grid she's not supposed to be doing it it's against the rules she 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 did it last summer for us, and I know she doesn't have a job this summer because the camp is closed. And I said, you know, if things open up, are you willing to come and exclusively babysit Nora and Lucas this summer? It would be a full-time gig. It would be, like, probably three months. And she said, definitely. Like, you know, she wants a job, and so I think if things opened up, that's probably what we're going to do. But then, you know, and then Colin said, can I want to I go on a bike ride, like, with my friend, and what do you think about that? And 
And I went and I sat on a porch with two girlfriends on Saturday night, six feet away from them. And we had a couple glasses of wine and smoked cigarettes. Like, yeah, girl. I know. In in a a respiratory illness. (laughs) Deadly virus. Allergies. In your bad allergies. In my bad allergies. Um, You know, so there's, there, you know, but doing things that still feel ludicrous because they're not normal at all. Right. But they still feel safe. You know, so I do think we have to go back to interacting with other humans, Sarah, right? I mean, we have to. So, and I think opening it up to another family, another couple families, you know, keeping it small. But I did have a question. So did you talk about on your Zoom, on your Zoom call with these folks last night, did you talk about, well, what, what have you been doing? Do you wipe down your groceries? Do you wipe down your mail? Like, did you get into the nitty gritty of sort of So of we didn't stuff? talk about what like wiping down things but we did talk about and we kind of laughed about how it's like asking about like sexual partners or something <laughs> um yes. I, I, you know what i so uncomfortable i i 100 so <laughs> i think it's an if someone volunteers the info i think that that's fine but i think asking people it, it is offensive well, i mean they offer you and do the thing is like yeah what is kind of funny with these people is the first time that our kids got together we didn't really know each other um their kid came over and it was like i think it was the day after christmas last not this past year but the year before um and school was closed and i was work still working half time so i knew i was going to be home and part-time. part-time um and so i just like i guess we had each other's numbers but i just offered because i knew that they, you know i was like if you guys don't have childcare, you know he can come over this day because we're going to be home anyway um and they were and they both actually recently I knew that they were both had recently started new jobs so that's always like a hard time right to be taking time off um and they were like yeah and so I kind of made the first move I was like okay we have a dog we don't have any guns we um I can't remember what else I said and you know getting to know and then since we've gotten to know them like you know we I, they're not people who would have guns either and I think when Caleb went over there the first time they kind of did the same thing but so this conversation was kind of similar like they offered they're like okay well um you know we did see one friend last week they're the husbands or the dads in both families actually work together and somewhere where they were just tested for COVID like like a, it was sometime before they saw each other but like they both been tested so they had like made this they were like okay I saw them, I wore, you know, I saw her, I wore a mask, and I didn't hug her. <laughs> and we know that her husband doesn't, talk, you know, like, um, so, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, but otherwise, you know, that like, you know, he, in their family, he's going into work two days a week, but works, um, they've arranged it so that only one person is there at a time, um, the employer. So, you know, it, it's like, relatively controlled you know it's um but yeah I mean it was very like open like this is our you know this is what we're bringing in (laughs) like um right right and and I think that that you know and I mean maybe that's kind of the fear too because I mean even like within our family right I mean like Allison you're talking about calling going the bike ride or talking about the bike ride like we're we're not always coming out on exactly the same page either and I mean we can talk about it and we like figure out what we're both comfortable with but when you add in, you know, another set of adults, um, obviously mm-hmm. they, yeah, there's, you know, they're making their own choices. And I think we're generally responsible ones, but in that kind of like minutia that we don't have guidance for, like, oh, I don't know what they, you know, like, <laughs> right. 
Right. Yeah. Right. I, uh, well, I think we're looking ahead and Colin and I have talked like we think we're probably going to be because we are blessed with this pool, <laughs> but, which is amazing. I can't I can't wait. We're opening up this week. I'm really excited about it. Um, but we'll probably, you know, all of our friends have been joking since, you know, March about like endless pool parties at our house this summer and i think i think i I think that's not a joke i think no it's no 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 now now and now and so colin and i were talking about okay well we'll open the pool and like well we're we're like we should because we also want to offer that to people too right like if pools aren't going to be open we want to be able to have like a set of friends over like every day so that you know we only have four or five sets of really good friends with kids like we could just but I said, well, you know, I, we, I think we should be prepared to be hosting people here every day to, like, share time with them and to let their kids go swimming and stuff. And, and Colin was totally on the same page about it. And I think we'll get to the point where that's, that's not only reasonable, but it's sort of government accepted in New York. Because I will say we are all, like, you know very attuned to what Cuomo says every day. We follow it very closely. Everybody's just being very good, you know, citizens in that regard. No one's like, oh, Cuomo's such a dumb dumbo. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, everybody's like, I'm listening to Cuomo. And people here are frustrated because there's other regions that are opening. But then again, you know, we still have a significant number of hospitalizations. We still have, you know, deaths that are approaching 100 in the county. Like, there are certain you know benchmarks that haven't been met so it's reasonable that we would still stay kind of locked down um but i think but we're on our way we're on day six of of meeting the last we need 14 days of um less than two uh, deaths per 100,000 people and like less than 14 new hospitalizations a day per 100,000 residents in the county i live in which is duchess county and we we're on day six of of those being and it has to be fourteen days, so we're on day six, and so we have you oh know, well, we have you know eight more days of is that the, is the math right yeah of this shit of being locked down if if we continue on the trend, but even then it's like okay, well, at that point, manufacturing can open, and then two weeks after that retail and services can open and then two weeks after that um i think there's one other i can't remember what the third class classification of businesses is and then and then two weeks after that is like concert halls and museums and so i mean you're still looking at months before everything is reopened here um so I, you know, but it, but I do think like when you say, okay, you don't have to, you know, now you can go back, back to your manufacturing jobs and these non-essential businesses or that have been deemed non-essential until now are reopening. There's going to be some guidance about, okay, well, you can get, start getting together with people in groups of 10 or fewer or, you know, whatever that's going to be. And we'll just, just, we'll follow that guidance because, because we have, because we have to, we have to yeah. see other people. <laughs> we can't just live by ourselves <laughs> for the rest of our lives. <laughs> And wipe down your groceries. (laughs) So you do wipe down your groceries. That's what you're telling me. We wipe down our groceries. We we leave our mail or or we wipe it down. We we yeah. No, no, you don't have to. We don't have to get the. No, but we're very. I mean, Colin's been pretty. 
pretty adamant about that and I'm I was sort of I was sort of poo-pooing it until he probably got coronavirus and then I was like all right well we better keep doing these things because even if even if even if that wasn't coronavirus like we do not want to get coronavirus (laughs) yeah um well up in Vermont we have been like opening the spigot as they say so right they said like groups of 10 or fewer so we this past weekend had a couple play dates with like friends outside um one in someone's backyard and then we go to this like college in Burlington called Champlain College and they the toddlers like run around and scooter and bike in a enclosed space mm-hmm. um so we're kind of doing that stuff and then actually actually you guys my there's um uh, so Josie goes to a school but she also two mornings a week went to like one of our neighbor's houses a woman named Kelly and um with other kind of like toddlers in the neighborhood like our, basically like our friends so Kelly reached out to us last week. And so Josie went one day last week with another family that I saw this weekend. Um, and now she's going five days a week there for half days. Oh, that's good. That's it's great. good. And it, it's good. And I think two, well, a few things. Number one, Josie is like, for everyone who knows her, they know that she's just so social and energetic and like loves kids. And like Lulu and Miles haven't been here during this time. So it's definitely just like only childish constantly, um, which I think is tiring for her. So there's that part that's good. And then just kind of like Brian's been doing the morning shift and I do the afternoon shift. But as you guys know, like morning shift is a solid six hours, whereas afternoon shifts like whenever she gets up (laughs) from her nap until five. So it's like two, maybe three hours. Um, So it's been it's been really nice and interesting to have just do like have her go in the morning. Cause Kelly doesn't do naps with the kids. So, and Josie's there with one or two other kids at the time, but um, just to like take the pressure off pressure valve off Brian and then just be like, Oh my God, that just really affects our unit so much. And I think that like, I don't, you guys are married and have been for forever, but like for me, that's, it's just so interesting and makes so much sense to just think of us as like a family and how, even though it, I'm not directly benefiting because I'm still doing afternoons, that it's just like so much better for everyone. No, that's, a, you know, my, um, my mother-in-law who you both know, Lena, who's, she's, she's wonderful and she has a lot of words of wisdom and, and one she's always, she's always um, sort of stressing is doing, you know, taking the stress off the system. She's like, you have to think about the whole system here. So, you know, yeah. you're, you may be overly stressed, but you're doing this to make it easier on everyone else or Colin's taking some of the extra stress to make it easier on the system, or you're doing whatever you both need to do. You hire, you know, you hire, like the, I, the, the first time she gave me that advice was to, to convince us to hire a house cleaner. And she said, the, I didn't even really have the money to hire a house cleaner. And I did because it just took, it just helped the unit. It helped this, you know, it helped the system. It took the stress off the system. Yeah. Um, and so you have to do those things, identify them and, and, and activate them and and so I think about that, about that all the time I and I love how you just put it because it makes it yeah like think of it as a system yeah that's great Allison that's why you should talk more about that <laughs> stuff in general when you talk okay you mean not on the podcast or all yeah the time? just like in general like you guys here's some really smart things that I consider when I'm when I'm living in my family not oh. just during COVID but just during every time because okay. you know it hasn't it's been a long time it has been a long time. I mean, how long have you had a house cleaner? 
since what 2013 uh no i well since um since 2010 since right after i graduated law school and i didn't even have a a job that (coughs) that paid very much we had a house cleaner who came like every three weeks just so that and now and then and then in in dc when i was really rolling in the money and we were kind of crazy uh, I had, I, she came once a week and she folded all her laundry and it was like pretty, pretty amazing. And now I back- also <laughs> want to say that during the time when they were rolling in it and it was crazy that Allison was the breadwinner for the family. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> well, I had a, I had a good job and Colin was in grad school. So that is correct. Um, I think Colin extended grad school so he could be on his bike a bit more and let you be the breadwinner for a little um, bit longer. One thing to do with the system, or, you know, the, the family as a system, and just also as a piece of, I guess, education, because I feel like people don't really know about it. So Charlie just took the past two weeks, he's back this week, but he took two weeks off um, through the, like, special leave that you can get through the CARES Act. Um, so you can get... It, yeah, it depends on the size of the company and blah, blah, blah. But um, basically, you got two extra paid weeks off um, that you're eligible for. And one of the reasons is if your kid's school isn't open. Um, and so he decided to take it and he decided to take it kind of in one chunk because I've heard of some other people doing kind of just like a reduced schedule mm-hmm. with it. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing for the system. <laughs> I mean, it not only free me mm-hmm. just like actually like get some, you know, like actually get some work done because like his only responsibility was caring for the kids. Um, but just like, you know, he was so much less stressed. It made me less stressed to just be able to like accomplish what I needed to do. And then I could like go join in on what they were doing. Right. But um and mm-hmm. and I think that you know it was like so it was yeah. the camping and like that too kind of realizing you know it's like when you don't realize that like you're you know you've got like your shoulders up to your ears <laughs> until you put them down and then you're like wow I've been really stressed out, you know? <laughs> otherwise you're just kind of doing it doing it doing it um so I mean it's and I, I you know for whatever right. reason I've seen some articles about it but I you know I haven't heard people talk about taking it a lot and we were actually encouraging other people in his office to do it um because it's like on top of sick time right i mean he could, now he could take more time off with sick time if he needed to um and there's actually i know some six weeks and she works for new york city and i think she gets eight she's paid 80 percent for six weeks um but it's also like i think especially at this point like because i think because of the fatigue um it's good for people to know about because it you know it potentially is an option for some people that like could you know, if you're at the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore, it's one way to not have to do exactly this, at least for a while. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look into that. Yeah, it's I think a good tip. it's a good tip. I think it's I think it's great. And especially kind of like what you guys were talking about with the like, oh, wait, this is going to be going on all summer. <laughs> you know, like that heavy realization. God, it's horrible. So what is the time limit on this podcast, guys? We're <laughs> we over shoot it. for 30 minutes, but, you know, I feel like we could go to, I mean, we could go to 45 because there's three of us, um, or we could end it now if we're out of topics. <laughs> um, well, 
I don't know if I, well, well, we could all sit and talk to each other for hours, of course. Um, and do I don't think, better I don't think your call. listeners like that. That weekly call. I get it. I get it, Aaron. I, sign me up. Sign me up. I got to okay, figure great. out we'll when I can make it work. We'll text about it. Um, no, uh, I will, How about I this? will share. Let me pose a question. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 No, pose a question. Pose a, pose a question. Well, I, I think one part that, that I like about our conversations, um, are, you know, what are you watching or what are you reading? All right. Okay. Go for it. And I can go, I can go or Allison can go, or you can go Sarah, but I, I like, I like that cause it's, you know. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, go. We are watching, we just finished um, this great British comedy called Sex Education. I started that. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I liked it. It's hysterical. There are two seasons. We've been watched it in a couple weeks. We watched an episode a night for, you know, two or three weeks straight. Um, It is really funny, poignant, just a great just a great show um it's you know uh, all about kind of teen sex in the uk set in this high school the mother it's basically you know the main character's mother is is a is a well-known sex therapist and he starts um offering free sex advice at school not no he starts charging for sex advice at school he starts giving his own therapy sessions and it's sort of like all of the all of the hijinks that ensue very very funny and great highly highly recommend also we've been okay. watching the last dance um which is the michael jordan documentary uh, that's what i was gonna talk <laughs> about man it's awesome it is so good and it makes me realize how um foundational that was i i, I when i'm watching it i i remember certain games i mean i was a 12, 13-year-old kid, girl in Dallas, right? Like, we didn't, you know, we weren't in Chicago, but I still remember some some of the, a lot of those moments that are captured in that documentary, and it just makes me realize how influential and foundational that time was and what a superstar he was and what a superstar yeah. that team was. It's just, like, awesome. And, um, I guess and I want to add to all, the, that's all. to all the listeners that, um, Allison, how tall are you? Uh, I am almost five nine. That's the, she's like five eleven. <laughs> no, so I'm this not. was the, this was what she's referring to. A moment in time was before she quit basketball. So of course I did she play was watching basketball. those games. I did. She play played basketball. a lot of basketball in middle school. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's and, true. It's true. And of course she was fully engaged. I'm sure you go into a bench, a bunch of Dallas games. What is that? Mavericks? Oh my gosh, so, we're huge Mavericks fans. Diehard yeah. Mavericks fans. My Die whole family. Die, my dad so, has had season tickets since 1980 to the Dallas Mavericks. That's what I'm saying. Of course this is like a home run for you. <laughs> I get, yeah, and I do love, I do love a sports <laughs> documentary. There's like a sports montage will just make me tear up, just like a Hallmark movie. I know. It is okay. amazing. It's amazing. So I want to tell you that I just started watching that with Brian. Lovely. And to compliment it, in the early um, teens, 20 teens, Allison and Lorenz and our other friend sent me a book um, <laughs> called 11 Rings by Phil Jackson. Uh-huh. Phil Jackson is the coach of the the bulls during the time period discussed and then the lakers and dude this book is amazing it's like it's like a venn diagram of sport and business and like phil jackson is right in the middle it's so good <laughs> oh so i would I'm love to read that through that can book. i borrow that when you um are done with it yes okay just down or maybe Allison, first Allison, if you're <laughs> listening send her one send me one, send me one. <laughs> i have a hard copy a hardcover copy so i want it back got it got it <laughs> 
Okay. It's so good though. Sarah, one minute. Um, one minute we left. have been watching Veep, um, which I'd never watched before, and like Love it, it just is. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. I know. I know. But it's like okay. I mean, it's just because it's like white, and it's like I guess I didn't really know anything about it. I don't know what I like. Yeah, it's funny oh, it's and so light, funny. And it's just like totally what we can handle. Um, you know, by the time we get ready to watch a show and then fall asleep. Um, and that's. Can I just, I just have to interject. I want to hear what else you're watching and li- reading, but it just reminds me of my parents. So my, this, we do this on my family text chain, you know, anyone have, my brother's actually the one who recommended sex education. And then my parents, <laughs> my dad texted one night. Has anybody heard of the show <laughs> Community? <laughs> Which is literally from like 2008 or something. It's, it was it was and it was so hot a decade ago. You know, it was just this uh, new really comic funny. Jerry anyway, Seinfeld. That's how I feel about the show. You... <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Have you guys seen the show with these like seven twenty somethings that live in these t- two apartments in New York City? It's called Amigos, uh... Buddies, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too the Mindy Kaling um, show Never Have I Ever, which is cute um, on Netflix. She's not in it, but she it's like kind of about her, kind of in middle school. Um, and okay, yeah, I've read I think mixed like, reviews. I think it's cute. So I don't you think, think it's, it's like amazing, but it's also like sometimes I'm you know looking for something to have on while I look at my phone, and that also fits that bill. Um, and I have been doing a lot of, um, we've been all, we alternate who does bedtime. So on the nights that I don't do bedtime, um, I've been going on really long walks with the dog and listening to podcasts. And the one I'm really into right now, um, is called you're wrong about. Um, and Christina, who has been mentioned on the show before tipped me off to it, but, um, so basically it's these two hosts and they take a different, Um, topic or historical event and just like research the hell out of it and then one kind of presents it to the other one um as kind of you know hey everybody thinks this but here's kind of like the real story about whatever the topic is um and it's super interesting I always learn something they're like pretty engaging hosts I think um and so like for example right now I'm in oh so I listened to I think there were probably like six hours total about the um the dc snipers um and like right now hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's God, i remember how that little i knew about it <laughs> remember when we, we went to d no but we went to dc when yeah. all that was going down do you remember we went to protest <laughs> the iraq war and it's just like it's really i mean I guess, I guess i guess i learned a lot like there was even like living through that i didn't apparently know that much about it and like right now i'm on like Wait, that's actually not surprising. Well, it's racism. That's what they say. And I think they're right. <laughs> because... Well, isn't everything Well, kind racism? of their whole, like, thesis is, like, this guy, like, the FBI profilers, like, they thought this was, they, they were calling this person a serial killer, and the FBI profilers thought it was, like, a middle-aged white guy, serial killer, and as soon as they figured out it was a black guy, they started calling it terrorism. And... Um, and like we have learned, you know, and every serial killer, like in history has a billion books written about them, but not, um, not John Muhammad. Is that his name? Um, I think so. And, um, he wasn't active. Wasn't he with his son or something? There was a kid. It wasn't. Yeah. Weren't there two of them? Probably the younger one was when it actually pulled the trigger, but he was kind of like 
you know, under the spell. I mean, they talk about it as like a one person cult, basically, <laughs> that he was like a cult leader of Weird. this like, 17 year old kid. Um, but yeah, super interesting. And like now I'm. Okay, wait, it's, no, called, it's called What's you're Wrong, wrong about? about. And oh, now you're I'm wrong in... about. Okay, okay. It's a podcast. Is it a show um, or a podcast? And now I'm in like podcast. the middle. Wait, how do you listen to a podcast if you're constantly with your kids? Well, no, she said she's <laughs> For those of us who have dog. been listening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> On the nights that I Charlie did, puts the kids to bed. And my sales for the day. I got that um, part. So right now I'm in the middle of, um, they're talking, the ones I'm listening to now are about OJ and like the OJ trial and case, which is like something that has been covered extensively when those couple of movies came out a couple of years ago i watched those like i thought i knew a lot about you know all the kind of players and um the whole thing and i'm still learning things so um i would recommend it because it's interesting and um if i ever have to go back to my office and commute two hours a day then i will yes. definitely add it to my list <laughs> um Wait, you guys. Also, next time that we're on that that part time during quarantine has um, two lawyers on it. Can we talk about R. <laughs> Kelly? Because <laughs> that I, I find mean, you know our outro is going to be re- remixed to addiction, right? That's my going to be my. Uh... <laughs> never again. Never. Again. Never again. Never again. Um, well, I I can't contribute to that conversation because I will not watch any of those documentaries. And yeah, but you're a lawyer. It. You're a lawyer. You must have a lawyerly perspective on everything, which is what I would appreciate. <laughs> I think Sarah's. Is, I'm a. I am a corporate lawyer with zero criminal experience. <laughs> But I'm happy to opine on the musical genius and, no, no. and slash disgusting humanity of R. Kelly. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about it off. Uh... Okay. <laughs> Can we okay. end on a more positive note? Did yeah. anyone eat dessert? Did anyone eat dessert tonight? Not yet either. Not yet. No, because we haven't had dinner yet. But we picked. I picked up um, oh, right. one dozen <laughs> gluten-free cupcakes and one dozen gluten-free cookies from my friend that has a baking business. Um, so they are going in the, well, are they going in the freezer? Are you going to eat them? A dozen is not very much. Oh, it's four people. I mean, that's out. three cupcakes a piece, like over like a few days is not, you know. It's like, like a germs for breakfast. Same thing. Um, when people have dietary restrictions sometimes, uh, um, no, they don't. And actually, um, they don't have lucky charms for breakfast. They have it for snacks. Um, <laughs> they also don't have the school milk chocolate or the school lunch chocolate milk for breakfast as we argued about this morning or the Reese's Puffs that are apparently gluten free and came with the school lunch uh, also so <laughs> oh my god Arizona does not take care of its people <laughs> alright well uh <laughs> Since we've okay. added, ended on a positive note of going back to criticizing my parenting. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's let's end it how we started it. No, no bad, bad moms. moms. No, no bad, bad moms. moms. It's been a treat, no you guys. Moms. Let's do it again. Um, and thanks everybody for thank listening. Thank you for having me. Time. Thanks, Allison. Yeah, thanks, Allison. Okay. okay. Bye, guys. Thanks.